forever. Dog. This is Nicole's gazing at me. She's watched the show like a lot of times. Who is gonna be chief of surgery? Shonda Rhimes wrote the show and it is real. To another episode of Nicole's Grey's Anatomy. I am very happy to be here. Uh, we just finished recording the episode about Alex Karev. Our guest is Chelsea Dallas Filato, uh, and she's amazing. And we talked all about Alex's journey, his growth, his friendships, his time in peds, and it's just great. I mean, obviously, Alex is a huge character. There's so much about him to talk about. Feels like though I feel like we like did a good job. We like kind of did the hits. Uh yeah. I don't really have anything else to say. So yeah, I don't know. I'm very happy that Grays is um is about to start launching into the holiday season. I feel like there are always so, like a good Thanksgiving like hoopla or Christmas thing. Uh, and yeah, I haven't, I haven't watched the most recent episode of the season as you're listening to this as always, but soon I'm going to do a little season 16, maybe at the, at the mid season finale bit, it'll be like a review of the first, uh, half of the season, which I, as I've said, I'm really liking. And if you have not yet, uh, rated and reviewed the podcast and Apple podcast and given us five stars, please do that. And other than that, just sit back, relax, and enjoy the journey from evil spawn to Meredith's person. Hello, welcome to another episode of Nicole's Grey's Anatomy. Uh, I'm like, I'm like shaking in anticipation of what this episode is going to be because it's, uh, this is a biggie. This is a big fat episode. Uh, uh, Chelsea Dallas Filato is here. Hi there. Hi. Yay. Um, we're going to talk about Alex Karev. Oh God. Um, I'm just like, I'm <laughs> like so I'm much like paralyzed in yeah. anticipation. But then at the same time, as I said, I'm shaking. I'm frozen. Mm-hmm. I oscillate between two states of being. Right. Um, because I'm so excited. But before, okay, before we get to any of that, yes. First of all, mm-hmm. thank you so much for doing this. Oh, thank you so much for I having me. I'm so, so excited. I'm so pumped. Yeah. I and I'm. So excited to like get into talking about the theme. But before we get into any of that, I simply must know Mm -hmm. what your Gray's journey is. Yes, understandable. It's important. So I had been, I started watching Gray's when it first came on and I was obsessed. Like those first three seasons are still some of the best of that type of melodrama hospital TV show. I will 100% go to bat for that. Yeah. And I kept watching. Then around season six, I was like, what's happening? And then Izzy got a brain tumor and started having ghost hallucination sex. And it it started hurting a little bit. (laughs) And then by season eight, I kind of gave up on it. It was the plane crash that did me in. Yeah, it's it's an emotionally difficult 
yeah. events. Yeah. And I was also growing tired of the fact that so many characters could not leave unless they died. Yeah. Also true. <laughs> yeah. And it was just like, how can we keep letting everyone in Meredith's life die? And how can just everyone die? Like yeah. everyone dies. And I kept going a few episodes after the plane crash and it just felt like it had lost a bit of its quality, which I still hold true. Yeah. But last year, I'm a big, I always have the television on. I needed some new background show just while I'm doing stuff around the house. Oh, it'll get you. And I was like, let's do some early grays. Grays will be good. And then I watched all 14 seasons in two and a half months. That's beautiful. Intense. Incredible. Yeah. Even for me, that was um, a binge I am very proud of. Oh, my gosh. So you did, did you like think about stopping where you had stopped before? I, I did and I didn't. Like part of me was like I pushed through because those two seasons after the plane crash are not good. They're not good. So those are some of my least rewatched. I mean, actually, I have rewatched season eight yeah. um, uh, quite a bit because I really like all the fellowship stuff. Like that's right. like really interesting to me watching them do that process. But yeah, I haven't I haven't watched nine. Nine wasn't great. What's the main? I'm, I'm trying, trying to remember, remember what yeah. the main like. <laughs> conflict of nine is i think nine was one during my great binge that i definitely felt like i could do other stuff and not fully pay attention and i wasn't worried about it yeah i mean i i, I tend to think that like many many shows mm -hmm. um like that are procedurals like this especially yeah. when you've watched it a bunch it's like you can kind of see it in your mind of like what must be happening on screen absolutely without and, watching it. And I, I actually like that about that. I just started watching yeah. not to brag, but yeah. I just started watching the blacklist and I'm like okay. kind of already in that place where I'm like, I don't really need to be glued to the screen no. every single second. I can get up and like get something from the fridge and, and then come back and it's like much fine. That show, especially yeah. now, like, don't get me wrong. It, the show has been on for 16 years. Yeah. It's not going to all be winners. No. Like you not can't every have episode can be 16 perfect. seasons of a wonderful show. Like that's just impossible. There's going to be some crazy stuff. Yeah. And But on that binge, honestly, the season that really turned, I feel like turned it around back because I kept, and part of the reason why I decided to keep going, even though I had stopped previously, was I kept seeing articles saying, Grey's is good again. Grey's is still a really good show. People yeah. need to keep watching Grey's. And I'm like, well, let me push through these episodes and see. And it is a good show again. Yeah. You know what? Actually, though, what I was realizing is when I was talking about season eight just now, I actually was talking about nine because nine is when like it because it's the end of eight that the crash happens. So mm -hmm. season nine is like okay, it was the there's end like, of eight. Yeah, yeah, like Christina's in Minnesota, et cetera. Yeah. That season actually works for me quite a bit. It's season 10, the lead up to Christina's departure that I haven't really watched Which as much. I will because be it's sad little, about every single day. Yeah, it's just like tough to watch because you know yeah. what it's all like building towards. Yeah. And yeah. I I do think that Grace is really good. Still, I don't think that every season has been like, like there are definitely like transitional seasons. For sure. I thought the season where Derek died was great. And ever since Derek died, it's been consistently very good. That's so interesting. Yeah. I, I guess I think, and I need to do like a full like back third rewatch mm -hmm. of like kind of 10 through 15. Yeah. But I didn't 
I really didn't like 13 when I was watching it. it see, that's that's the hard thing, too, is keep in mind, I've only watched a lot of these seasons once. Yeah. And it was a year ago. Well, so, like, I, I've only watched I've only watched 13 through 15 once, yeah. with the exception of episodes that I've revisited for the purposes of the podcast, yeah. kind of out of And context. I feel like it's also very different when you're looking at things when you're in a deep binge yeah when like you are going non-stop and i think it can sometimes allow the thematic arc of a season totally be more enjoyable than when you're watching it as an episodic week to week yeah you can just kind of move through the peaks and valleys with a little bit like yeah. more of like a kesara sara attitude sure. as opposed to when you're living or dying by the week of episode and just like if an episode if episodes are bad three weeks in a row or you don't like who they focus on or whatever, it's it makes just it like tough. You're like, oh, my gosh, I'm losing everything. Yeah. My life is being. Yeah. And that's part of the reason why I had stopped when yeah. I stopped, because I was just like the crash happened. Lexi and Mark died. And then the couple episodes after that, I was just like, you're not you're not getting me like you're not getting me back and feeling like I should continue to care about the people who have been left behind. Like, yeah. oh, Derek's driving fast now. Like, OK. Yeah. Okay. I haven't um I haven't spoken about this in many many episodes, but I did stop watching once for mm-hmm. a year um for an episode with a scene that was in this episode <laughs> in this that's in this episode of po- the podcast that we're doing. So okay. I had to watch this episode for the first time ever. Like, okay. Which is weird that I left a Grey's episode unwatched, but basically when, after Derek dies and Meredith is assaulted in the hospital. Those are rough. I turned off that episode like like once the attack started. Yeah. I was like, I can't do this. And I turned it off and I never went back like yeah. to that particular episode in a year past. And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't think that I like I just wasn't watching because I just was like, I can't. I just kept feeling like I couldn't handle that episode. Yeah. And then I was like emotionally very rough episode. And it feels it's so close on the heels of Derek's death that you're like, I can't fucking believe that this is happening to her. Everything that Meredith has ever gone through ever in her life. It felt like, why are we doing this to her? Absolutely. And I didn't even. Yes. So well. Well, I didn't even know having turned off the episode and then being Mm -hmm. like, I'm done. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know the even the extent. Like I assumed when I turned it off, like I didn't assume that the rest of the episode was going to be her like hospitalized with yeah. like no, who can, and can't hear or speak. Mm-hmm. Like that was not what I kind of anticipated. No, like, it was the direction a to be brutal, brutal yeah, attack. And it, which which both validated my call to be like this isn't for me right now, mm-hmm. and also was like oh it. A lot of times I don't give Grace the benefit of the doubt when it comes to like these big swings where I'm like, they're not going to, we're just going to have this horrible thing happen and move on really fast. But yes. in actuality, that rarely happens in yes. Grace. Like almost anything that is, that, that causes characters to have like serious trauma, like they live in that trauma and like they do have to work through it on a pretty um rational timeline absolutely i think the only time it's been handled the way you were originally stating is when it's been based on a like uh a patient when they deal with it because of a patient and they handle a certain topic within the world of the patient yes who's been there for a episode even though they've done some great ones where they've had um patients who are there for multi-episode arcs that like then they'll handle something a little bit more in depth but then there's been certain ones where it's like 
um, the the woman with Joe who was sexually assaulted. Yeah. They handled that very well for the right. one episode it lived in. Right. No, I think that's I think that's a really good distinction. Yeah. I did not watch the like scene with the attack, but mm-hmm. I did watch that episode for the first time today. Okay. And I was like pretty shocked by I was like, I this actually is a pretty important episode and it's weird that mm-hmm. I missed it. Yeah. I, I read a summary of it. Yeah. Like when I get, got back into Grey's, I was like, I'm just going to read the Grey's wiki, like beat by beat summary. And, but there's something, it, it's different mm-hmm. reading like Meredith allows her attacker to apologize to her and then actually like watching that scene and stuff like that. The stuff yeah. with Amelia is like, that's like a big plot point. It is. I don't know. I, I, I still am like, did this need to happen? Absolutely no. not. But it, it but again, is a good sixteen years. We got but a, also we got a you Pompeo's know, performance on episode. She really, was really great. Good. She's, she's amazing. She's only gotten better yeah. as time goes on. Though, like, there's moments where I'm questioning her fashion choices this season a lot, which I guess is nothing to do with acting. But the high ponies and the crop tops and the oh athletic yeah, she wear, does have a lot of yeah high ponies. It's this a season. little weird. It's just so unmeritous, like Meredith of I, the early seasons. I do think that yeah that Ellen Pompeo is sort of like bringing a lot more of herself and her own personality into the role yes. and sometimes it feels like a little bit less of like but Meredith has changed a lot over the time that we've known her so Absolutely. sometimes I'm like I don't know how much of this is like Ellen and how much of this is is Meredith's growth Meredith's as a character growth as considering exactly all she's gone through. I yes. mean, Derek's death was, uh, that was one I had, I hadn't, until I did my binge, I didn't watch it and I understand why they killed Patrick Dempsey because, you know, because why of they the did car it. racing and stuff. Yeah. Um, and there was no way to write Derek off the show without having him die. Derek had to die. There's yeah, just no, there's he, no other way around it. And I feel like they even it were was, like, fl- like yeah. flirting with like when he was like kind of having like a pseudo affair. It was yes. like, are we trying things? Yeah. To see what people yeah, are going to be on board would, with. And it's yeah. like no one's on board with that happening. Or it's like, are you making it easier for him to be dead because right. he ended up not being perfect? In right. The end but man, something. his death episode it's great. Absolutely brutal. Have not rewatched it. It uh, was brutal. I was it. my roommate at the time came out of her room at one point because she just heard me quietly sobbing yeah. in the living room. And she's like, Are you okay? I'm like, and you're like, no. Derek <laughs> Shepherd is dying and he knows how to save himself, but he can't. <laughs> and yeah. she's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> so so then what made you want to do your episode on Alex Karev. So when, you know, when I was choosing the topic, I was going back and seeing what you discussed and been so many great topics, so many great characters and everything. Thank you so much. And I was very surprised that Alex hadn't been discussed because he is one of the only four of the original cast who's still there. Yeah. And while Alex still struggles with issues that he has, the growth of a character has been pretty insane, yeah. you know, in terms of who Alex was in episode one to this mushy, loving, take charge chief of medicine that he is now. Yeah. You know, it's just he's not even the same person in so many ways. 
Um, and I think it's been kind of great in seeing like the relationship he has built with Meredith is wonderful. Yeah, they've got a great friendship. It's such a great friendship. And like you saw inklings of it in earlier seasons when she would stand up for him when no one would. And, you know, that there were times where it like made Izzy upset because she's like, why are you defending him? And she's like, because he's, you know, the creepy uncle that, you know, no one wants around. But at the same time, he's part of the family. Yeah. And that sort of thing. And so Meredith, the way it's developed when you look back on it actually makes sense that him and Meredith became the friends that they are. Yeah. And all the trauma they've gone through together and losses they've survived and how, you know, I not that I necessarily love the character of Joe, but like how he is able to be there for her in a way that he wouldn't have been had he not gone through everything he had over the seasons. And I just find it a very interesting character arc that could have been handled they could have just kept him a dick, you yeah, know? He could sure. have just continued to be a womanizing jerk who doesn't care about anyone else, but they've made him a empathetic, caring character. Yeah. And I really, I enjoy that, you know? Me too. I love, I love Alex. I get excited when, like, we see flashes of old Alex, not necessarily, like, him being an asshole because mm-hmm. he really is horrible at the beginning. Oh, but yeah. I like when he is, like, really fiery and stuff and not just kind of like, yeah, man, it's great, which yeah. is, like, sometimes, which, which is sometimes vibe these days. Yeah, which sometimes makes me a little uncomfortable because I'm just like, who are you? Because <laughs> yeah, like, he's just so happy and joyful, and I'm like, this doesn't make sense. But I love it when he can still be a bit acerbic and yeah. sarcastic and kind of rude, and I'm like, there he is. Yeah, I like when he doesn't like people. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. So I mean, for for people who are n- not caught up, uh, but still listen to this anyway, like Bailey stepped down as chief of surgery. Like uh she basically was like, I'm taking a sabbatical mm-hmm. because she needed to take care of some personal stuff. And it's it's like a stupid convoluted reason ba- that's like based in like what funding I mean as we've said there's a lot of like contract related stuff but like based on how the budget was and who was hired and what they had room for like basically Karev gave his like role to someone else I think and then he became the interim chief yeah but then he was like he like ate shit at the very beginning yeah because he like didn't understand anything but he then didn't know he, what like, like budgeting was right but then he like like he spent like his entire quarter's worth of like funding like um, on the first day or something yeah, on the um hyperbaric chamber right wasn't that it oh yeah which has hyperbaric. come into play multiple times Quite since oh they paid for the set they, yeah, yeah they, paid they for had that to set. so yeah. they got to keep using they made that set so that, that hyperbaric chamber yeah but he but he then he like actually became very good at it mm-hmm. and now he has become the chief of surgery at a uh at a very rundown hospital that now more and more doctors are going to work at and so now there's kind of like a reverse merger yeah a, a splitter yeah where they're a diverger, I guess, right. would be what you would because really call Because he them. wasn't part of the people who co-owned no. Seattle Grace. Because he was not on the plane. He because was on the plane. Because as we actually are not going to discuss today, but we almost would have because I almost chose the clip. <laughs> he is like forbidden by Arizona to go on the plane because she's mad at him. Yes. Because he accepts the offer from Johns Hopkins. I miss him in Arizona together. Oh, my God. Me too. They were but also, so good. even towards the end of Arizona's time on the show, they're still they still that had, that had kind of come to a stall that yeah. that relationship. Well, they weren't. I mean, Arizona would be another whole episode, you know, based on, you know, the way they 
treated her in the end, you know, just that they did. It yeah. wasn't, they tough didn't time, do her justice considering I really grew to love Arizona. Oh, I loved her from the beginning, to be yeah. honest. I loved Arizona. Yeah. I miss her a lot. I, I also just like Pete's cases are really fun to watch and really like exciting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, update on my friend Alex, who's watching for the first time. He, uh, finished season five he was like it's george it's george i was like i know buddy i know but he was uh he like was watching an episode during his lunch break and Mm -hmm. it was the episode where um bailey is is gonna do a peds fellowship and is like kind of transitioning out of general and she has the little girl who has Tay-Sachs yeah. and the dad's like, we're going to go to Mexico. Yeah. And he's like, this was a horrible episode to watch <laughs> on my lunch break. Oh my God. And I was like, yeah, yeah he, no, I mean, that's like really one of careful. the worst. <laughs> like you should give him disclaimers, like, of which, like he should not watch the shooting, but you know, on what? a lunch my, break. My, um, my like, uh, threshold mm-hmm. is probably I, I I cry a lot. Me so too. It's like I'm actually not like a trustworthy yeah person to ask. It was that was the one thing about the the binge that I did was just man. Even though like so, like those early seasons I'd watch multiple times back in the day because I had those DVD box sets. Oh yeah. Um and man, they still make. I mean, Denny's desk. Don't even like. I can't. It was too much. And then there was the episode with John Cho where he's the student who falls asleep and crashes a car and kills the pregnant woman. And he was a surgical fellow at the yeah. Mercy West. And he asks to, yeah, what's to his name? Like, his name's like Big Daddy. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not oh. Big Daddy because that's, the, no. <laughs> that's Cat in the Hot Tin Roof. But yeah, it but is I know like, what you're talking he's about. like, uh, that real like Southern big, family. Big Papa or something. Yeah. Like, I mean, they call him like, <laughs> oh man, they that, call him something like that. That episode got me so hard. Oh my God. And he like puts his hand on his shoulder. Oh, Ugh, brutal. Absolutely brutal. We yeah. may have talked about that on the tragedies episode, but I'm not sure. There's it a is lot. A how, you must. Tough how beat. did you just do one tragedy? You got. Oh, do we it. didn't. I mean, it was it was a it was a bouquet of tragedies. Yeah, you, you basically have to do one per season. Yeah, yeah. No, we probably <laughs> need a second a second round of tragedies episode. Yeah. Um, okay, we have a ton of clips and moments to discuss. Okay, so let's get into let's it. Let's do it. Okay, so I mean, in general, you mm-hmm. wanted to start talking about like, like you know, episode one. Like the Kareb that we know. And I chose in particular, mm-hmm. um, cause I mean, there were a couple of things you were like, there's the stuff with yeah. the, with the, un, with Bethany Whispers. Yeah. With uh, Bethany Whispers, which, like, um, calling Meredith a nurse. Yeah. So that's actually, that's the scene that I chose, yeah. uh, from that episode, which the nurse thing is actually the least of it. Like, right. He, cause he also, he's an asshole to an actual nurse. Yeah. And, uh, oh yeah. And like when he like gives he, George the name, he's the 007. one who dubs a 007. Yeah. So there's like a lot. And I mean, they definitely, well, so, the, so I mean, as the story goes, like, uh, Karev was not a character in the original script. Right. He was added and after because they were just like, we, that we're missing something. We need like an extra flavor. Mm-hmm. So he does feel kind of like peppered in mm-hmm. uh, and like he's like digitally added to right. certain scenes. Which I honestly... I didn't know that until I was researching my clips I wanted to choose. Yeah. I didn't realize he was digitally added into some scenes. And I was like, that's truly insane to me. Yeah. But it definitely, it ends up 
because it ends up giving him his own moments in certain mm-hmm. ways, it's uh, it ends up like working out great. But it, yeah. it definitely like they're driving home pretty hard. Like this guy sucks yes. because it's like this is the guy who sucks. Yes, <laughs> and this is why, and another reason why. Yeah, exactly. Did you guys forget? This is the guy no one likes. Yeah, so this this is a moment from the episode that you chose just the beginning, kind of see like who he was when we first meet him mm-hmm. um, during their first like forty eight hour shift. So okay, here is this scene. Four B's got post-op pneumonia. Let's start antibiotics. Are you sure that's the right diagnosis? Well, I don't know. I'm only an intern. Here's- oh no, what have I done? And I, I know, know what but I've just done. Starting it, they are. I've had such too many babies. tabs open, is what I've done. And also, Stevie Knipe, who was on the episode, and they talked about um, music. I saw that they tweeted out a link on their Twitter about when their band Adult Mom, who's amazing, you should listen to them, mm-hmm. uh, did a cover of Jesus of Suburbia, which, like, obviously, I was like, so I also have that like open in another tab, and that also probably is. Um, the issue. It's honestly cool that I'm explaining this to everyone, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I like. I have a tab open that says like lash perm because I read about that. Oh, I've yeah. been mentioning that I'm spending money or at least like angling to spend money on things that just like are not going to fix what I need fixed. Right, but you know what? At least your lashes will look great and you'll save money on mascara. When I got my makeup done for the Emmys, my makeup artist was like, you have such long lashes, but they're really flat. They go straight out. You should look into getting your lashes like permed Permed. or curled and then they're just like always up. And then I looked up what it includes and it like tapes you they just like glue it to your eyelids can, can you and then undo I feel like the you glue could do that at home i mean i can't i know but i also but, don't think that anyone should do that no and <laughs> once i saw what it involved curlers. I was like, no thanks and they're like and it lasts a whole four weeks I'm oh like, my god no and i'm sure it's like 65 dollars. <laughs> but thank god i have had that tab open for i mean when were the emmys the end of september yes awesome i mean <laughs> No brag about, oh, I went to the Emmys. It's fine. I mean, <laughs> my makeup artist I told think, me this. <laughs> I think I have uh, thoroughly uh, undid whatever thing was cool <laughs> about going to the Emmys by explaining what my main takeaway was, which was my flat lashes should get yeah, glued to my eyes. Eyelash curlers look like medieval torture devices. But I also don't use those. They're, like, I also like, I'm not doing anything with I my feel eyelashes like I've never anyway. used one and not felt like I was like, Doing my wrong. eyelids off. Same. Yeah. Should I restart the clip? I'm just going to go back like you know a, a, a t- the tiniest little bit yeah, because we have to keep all of this in because it's actually plus just we get to see Christina yeah. for a second and so true. I will miss her forever. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Four B's got post op pneumonia. Let's start antibiotics. Are you sure that's the right diagnosis? Well, I don't know. I'm only an intern. Here's an idea. Why don't you go spend four years in med school and then let me know if it's the right diagnosis? She's short of breath. She's got fever. She's post-off. Start the antibiotics. God, I hate nurses. I'm Alex. I'm with Jeremy. You're, uh, you're with the Nazi, right? She may not have pneumonia, you know. She could be splinting or have a PE. Like I said, I hate nurses. What did you just say? 
Did you just call me a nurse? Not the white cat, Fritz. Damn it, Katie. He's such a jerk. He is. I mean, but he's just like, I don't know. He's not always harmless. Here he's being just kind of like a harmless jerk. I mean, right. except for the fact that he does misdiagnose that patient. Right. He's just snide constantly. Yeah. Just like being such an asshole to nurses and being like, nurses suck. Like, fuck you. Yeah. But yeah. also like, you be nice to nurses too, Meredith. It's okay. It's I not know. An insult. I know. You now want her to be it. like, what did you just call me? It's good to be a nurse, but she does not <laughs> say that. They run this place. Yeah. We respect nurses in this house. Yeah. yeah. Um. Mm-hmm, not, not great. Yeah. <laughs> it's not great. And it's just so constant in his early years like they give him moments of levity and there's moments where you like his character but it's just right especially with george he's yeah he's horrific he's, to george he's like a genuine bully yeah and like they, they it's like they tried to give him some redeeming moments regarding his relationship with george especially after the fact there were little things where it, they made it seem like he really did have genuine care and affection for george and i was right. like no, I'm sorry. Don't try to write this in after the fact. He was mean to George. Was it probably a little bit of professional jealousy or jealousy over his ease with people and people liking him? Sure. But like he was mean, like just straight up a, a high school bully to George. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the next the next episode that you've chosen is like a full, you know, season later. It's in mm-hmm. season two when... um. I think I played this in the Denny episode, but when he's really awful to Denny oh. because he's like feeling possessive over Izzy. Yeah. So let's watch that. <laughs> You're not Izzy. Sorry to disappoint you. Not disappointed, just saying. Mm, Denny Ducato. Where is she? Well, she's busy with other patients. Afraid you'll have to make do with me. Look, man, I'm sure you're. Sure, you're a fine doctor. Just, just not as much my type. No offense. Yeah, I guess I'll just have to sit on being Izzy's type. So you, you too. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You know. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Like it's just It's just needless And it's petty And it's like it would It's what drives you know Of course it's gonna drive Izzy away Like dude also like I never really Cared for him and Lizzie Not Lizzie Izzy together Like I just they like They just never really made sense to me I liked them in the sense That I, I don't know. I mean, I think that like Kareb kind of goes through multiple iterations of this because he also goes through this in Peds where it's mm-hmm. like he's a jerk to everyone, but he's nice to this person. Yes. Like it's not a good way for a person to be, but it makes very compelling no. TV. Right. And I do like watching and be like, oh, he's oh, so nice. I enjoyed watching it. But yeah. I'm also just like, Izzy, 
no. Like, yeah. no, just because he's and, and like she calls him out on it multiple times. That's kind of why I thought that the relationship worked. It's not right. like she was making excuses for him. She no. was like, if you're going to be with me, then you're going to have to like try more. And but I like that. In the span of them being together, it's still such early Alex. He never fully changed. No. He doesn't have like the emotional maturity to be able to handle it. No, it took many, many seasons for Alex to be emotionally mature Despite what he went through with Izzy, I mean, what he went through with her was crazy and, like, really upsetting. And then there was yeah. the whole, you know, Rebecca, Ava, what have you yeah. of it all. Well, I think that, like, I do think that the way that he treats Izzy and the fact that there's actually, like, fallout from that. And mm -hmm. one thing that I think is, like, people treat other people in certain ways, but when up until a certain age, you really only have to be in the same space with them for like short periods of time and mm -hmm. you don't kind of have this extended fallout and you kind of see Alex realize that like if he's gonna shit the bed and he's going to start making enemies right then like guess what no one likes you and you will have to continue to work there and yeah. work with those people no one's going to be on your team and like that's something that I kind of chose as a recurring theme in a lot of my clips of like Alex has trust issues he has mm -hmm. intimacy issues mm -hmm. like all of those things and he drives people away as like a protective so. measure but he it takes him a while and eventually he figures out that like the fallout of that emotionally is yeah. not worth it to him it's not and you'll see glimpses of it like you know and, and they try like some of them regardless of their feelings try like when he had to retake the exam yeah and they supported him and they were there for and him, helped him study and, and it was like study yes. and they're like and it's like, Alex, like, regardless of what you've done to these people, this is your community and right. they're still there for you. And then, you know, eventually when Izzy leaves him. Right. And, and I chose a scene from that. Oh, too. OK. Then I maybe did. I'll wait because, you know. Yeah. Well, the, well, the next scene. OK. The next scene is one that I chose, which mm -hmm. is af the aftermath of the Denny stuff where they pulled, uh, you know, the Elvad wire and cut that and all that. Ugh. Um, When... Richard does like the person by person interrogations. Yeah. I think that um I think that Alex's is really telling. So I chose yeah. that kind of about like where he's at at the end of season two. Mm. I went to college on a wrestling scholarship. I played baseball, some basketball, but you know, we'll go with football. What the hell does football have to do with who cut the LVAD wires? Let's say you were drafted to a team that wasn't your first pick. You know, you don't you don't like the players. You hate the way they play the game. You even think the quarterback is full of crap. Now, the quarterback's a pain in the ass that you don't know a damn thing to. But it's your team. You don't quit. You don't talk to the press. You don't bitch to the coach. You just, you just go out there every Sunday, and you make the blocks, and you take the hits, and you, you play to win. You show up, and you suit up, and you play. Because it's your freaking team. I just think that that clip with Alex, it's like, that's like, that's about as far as he's gone, yeah. like at that point. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you're kind of like proud of him. You're like, okay, you understand. Like, you understand that throwing Izzy under the bus, not mm -hmm. just because you love her, like it, that that's a bad idea. Yes. That like being a team player and not, and and not being selfish, yeah, 
or an asshole it's important is going to pay off and it's gonna and it's, help and it's you. the right thing to do yes and it's also something that he he keeps coming back to that idea throughout the seasons because you know yeah. there's moments where he fully betrays it as i know we're going to discuss in later seasons what he does to meredith yeah and there's moments where he is far from a team player and doesn't let the rest of his team help him and stuff but he seems to always find his way back there and find that support system and find himself being able to allow these people to care for him regardless, you know, which is nice. One thing that I think is kind of interesting about Alex is like, he clearly has some serious self image issues and Mm -hmm. like, doesn't necessarily like believe that he is like a good person or deserving of love. And like, that's crammed so far deep down and like buried underneath a big ego that it's like, you know, that it's very, I've like experienced this where it's like at the same time, like you're holding two things at the same time. And one is like, I'm a piece of shit and I don't deserve anything. And like, what are these jokers doing? I'm better than everyone else here. Like, I feel like that's very like Alex thing where he's like, fuck everybody else. I'm the best. Yeah. Uh, Like, I they don't, don't know deserve me. any of this. They like, don't know my life. Right. I'm an amazing doctor. I'm going to beat all of them. And, you know. But then at the same time, you see him like croak in the elevator with the heart. Oh, you yeah. know that he has like massive like family uh, baggage and stuff like that. And oh, I think yeah. that I mean, this... the mother issue, the, mm-hmm. the issues with everything he went through as a kid with his father and his mother, which have come back into play even in recent seasons. Yeah. You I know? Also chose... <laughs> oh, yeah. We've yeah. met them. And, you know, that that led to the whole thing with, you know, Rebecca Ava, you know, what he ended up doing for her, you know, is definitely based upon the life he had led when he was younger. Yeah, totally. I... Chose a Rebecca Pope clip mm. um, because I think that it's like one of the first times that he sort of like he articulates some of this stuff with Izzy. But mm-hmm. one of the things that he says to Rebecca Pope when she's like offering him herself being like, give me a reason to like stay. Yeah. Is he like kind of gives this little speech about being like, you should pick the decent guy. Yeah. And so I wanted to kind of show that because this is now we're now jump through like another season and and there's another season of growth. And it's like, I think he's more willing to admit, like, I'm ready for some things. I'm not ready for others. Right. But there's, I don't know, more of like his stuff is coming to the surface. Yeah, because he he was a jerk. Yeah. But he was opening himself up so much to her. Yeah. But then when it like it does like it happens so early with Alex, when it comes down to the wire, when it comes down to the moment where he can choose or go for something like whether it be a heart surgery in an elevator or telling the woman he loves to stay he chokes and he pushes them away and he treats a lot of people with unkindness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's exactly right. Here. Okay. So this is a scene. Hey, uh, I passed my intern exam. Good. Yeah. That's good. You got discharged. Me and the baby. Oh, come on. You just... You just had brain surgery. You're still you're still on antibiotics. My body's been signed off on by plastics, cardio, orthopedics, neuro, and OB. And I'm also my teeth. Got the blessing from, wait, I can say this, prosthodontics. Yeah, but they're still your memories. You know how I know my memory's fine? Because I can say prosthodontics. Yeah, but the baby. Discharged by Pete's. 
Yeah, but... I have every reason to go. And, I, and, and, and yeah, I'm scared. And yeah, this is, this is moving at warp speed. And yeah, I'm freaking out. But Jeff is good. And, and Jeff is the father of my child. The man is out buying a car seat right now. And the minute he gets back, I, I have every reason to go. Because medically, there's no need for me to stay. Medically. Oh. Yeah. Okay, well then I'll just check the chart and we'll see what, uh, what might, uh... What? Are you... What, I, I, do, I, do I have to spell everything out for you? I mean, did, did you sniff too much glue as a child? I'm asking you something here. What do you want from me? I want... I want you to give me a reason to stay. A real reason. Jeff's Jeff's decent guy, a good decent guy. But to him, I'm Rebecca, and I don't know if I am Rebecca anymore. I, you know me. You you knew when I couldn't even speak who I was. You you named me Ava, and I was more me as Ava than I'll ever be as Rebecca. And look, I I have every reason to go back to my life. I will. Unless you. Alex, I'm asking you to give me a reason to stay here. A reason from you. Jeff loves you. He's a. He's a decent guy. Alex, give me a reason. Such a good scene. It, it is. I wish they kind of left the Rebecca stuff there as opposed to what they bring back, bring her back and what happens with all that. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, and she's also just kind of like, uh, I mean, by definition of like what's going on with her, she mm -hmm. has a very different like whole deal going on when she comes back too. Absolutely. Yeah. I just think that, um, it like seems like growth when you watch it for the first time where you're yeah. like, oh, he finally gets that he's like not a decent <laughs> not guy, like a good partner to no. people. But at the same time, he does it's very care. sad to watch yeah. because he's, you're like, Alex, he's no, capable of you caring and loving. And if he wanted to, uh, you know, you see early on, if he wanted to, he could be the decent guy. Yeah. Well, he like in theory, but he doesn't yeah. actually have the tools yet to no, be able to do it. But he could try to develop them or something, you know, because yeah. he gets there eventually. Um, but, you know, we see those glimmers of who 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 Alex Carell will become, um, you know, 11, yeah. 11 years later. <laughs> well, I actually. OK, so the next clip that we have mm -hmm. is also mine because I'm just going chronologically. Oh, so totally, next, I, that's what I was trying to do. Yeah, yeah next sorry. is season six. Okay. So yeah, season four happens, season five happens. Yeah. He starts getting more into peds, things like that. Great, um, which I love. Yeah, I mean, like, I love just it. like some of the best Karev scenes ever. I'm almost mad he's 
chief of medicining now because it's just Alex Karev in Peds is where he belongs. Oh my gosh, you didn't watch this past uh, episode, but there's a kid who's just like, I want Dr. Alex. And you're like, come on. Uh, they loved oh. him. He was so good at it. I know. Uh, well, he'll, I have a feeling he'll, he'll find his way back. He has I have a feeling I think it's, it's not where, the last of Dr. Alex. No. And I think while he has shown his abilities as a chief, I think he's just happier when he's in Peds. Yeah. I think so. Um, the next scene, I didn't anticipate this was going to be, these are going to be played back to back, but I'm glad that they are because mm -hmm. um, in contrast to him being like, you know, Jeff's a decent guy. You should pick the decent guy. Mm -hmm. I chose the moment where he ends his marriage with um, Izzy. Yeah, this is what I was referencing like, before because this is a good moment for him. Yeah, it's a really good moment for him. And it is mm -hmm. not what you expect because mm -hmm. he's like devastated after Izzy leaves mm -hmm. and uh, like he's heartbroken and is hurt. It's like yeah. it's a very like it's a very rough time. And, and then rightfully so. He stood by her through this incredibly difficult experience. Yeah. And she leaves and then come back and is like, hmm, you're my husband. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, she comes back and she's like. She's like. I don't even know exactly what she's trying to like. I, it it she almost made no sense to bring her back well, at that point. It's like she like went off to go do her own stuff yes. and get herself right and then come back. And I think she just doesn't. I mean, we'll talk about it after. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It was, uh, it was fun. It was... You want to see? I'm so, I'm so glad. Ah, oh, I'm so glad. It's like it never happened. Yeah, but it did. All happened is you got cancer and we got married and you died and you lived again and you, <laughs> you left and you came back. And we got through it. I got through it. And I'm on the other side. Yes, I love you so much. And I, until I met you, I, I used to think I just wasn't a good guy. Growing up in my family, and that's what they told me. But now, after all of it, I know that I'm a good man. And I thank you for that. Because I know now that I'm good enough not to deserve this. Not to have to feel like this. that I almost hate you. I deserve someone who will stay. I'm happy you're okay. And I'm happy about your job. And I want you to go. And be happy. And not come back. I'm happy she came back just to get that moment. Yeah, I mean, I think so too. And I think that like. It's so good. It's yeah, just seeing the closure of that relationship and the growth. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think it's like perfectly written and it articulates exactly what that relationship and like what that process was. Like yeah. Alex did step up and like 
be there in a way yeah. that was not did not seem previously possible because it wasn't. But I also don't think that like I think he he like achieved like a personal record in like being there for someone by yeah. like he like because far he's exceeded always, his like, previous. You know the thing about Alex is like this is it had been a pattern in his life that he has had to take care of the women in his life you yeah. know with his mother with Rebecca with you know Izzy he has you know been able to step up and take care of them for their time in need and the thing with Izzy is he finally felt like he found the person that he was going to step up for that he loved that was going to be there for him in return and instead she left yeah she she did it. He stepped. He stepped up and loved her so much. If he did actually think like I don't know. I've always sort of felt that like the relationship with Izzy is like Izzy asked things of him and mm-hmm. he wasn't able to provide them. And yeah. then when he finally was able to provide them, he like kind of assumed that that was the same thing as right. like being in a good relationship for sure. But I actually think that like a lot of the things that Izzy wanted and that she did were just like. She was basically being very clear of like, well, I think a boyfriend does this and I think a husband does this. And I actually don't think that like, I don't actually think that it was like there's a moment many, many seasons later Mm -hmm. after Derek dies where Mm -hmm. um, Meredith and Alex are together and they're basically talking about like. Like he's on the rocks with Joe because yeah. she won't marry him. Is this because, when they're in the baseball field? Yeah. yeah. Because like she, she, he doesn't yet know that Joe has uh, like an abusive husband and that mm-hmm. she can't legally get married for those reasons and things like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he basically is like, I don't know. I mean, like maybe you just get one. And yeah. she's like, are you talking about Izzy? Like yeah. Izzy was not your soulmate. And no. I was like happy that he, that the show said that because I'm like, yeah, I mean, for I think the it was period a very of his life that he was in, like yeah. that was kind of the best that it could be. But I'm for glad sure. that they didn't stay married. It would have been fine. Like they would have like grown together and figured yeah. it out. But like it's not even they were incompatible. It was just no. like they Alex the had best. more to do in his yeah. life, I think, before like settling down with somebody. And Izzy fell into a trap that I think a lot of 20 somethings fall into because you got to think in those first few seasons, they were in their yeah, mid like to late 20s yeah. of saving a bad boy. And Izzy was trying to save the bad boy. So in some ways, I don't know if she. Well, she also has like super big like family baggage too. I mean, Absolutely. everyone does, but like. Yeah. So she you can did kind of too. trace a line of like Alex's mommy issues and like. Izzy's mommy issues and they meet right perfectly in the yeah, middle. And, you know, Izzy wanted to save him and make him into this perfect little thing. And he wanted to take care of her, but only as much as and it just like uh, they served their purpose for each other and helping them grow yeah. in certain ways. But they parted because, like he said, he realized she helped him see that he can be and is a good man deep down. And that's enough for him to realize that he deserves better than what she at that point was able to give to him. Right. And also just like how she had treated him. Like if he if anyone treated you like that, you would be like, I actually am done. This does this isn't just like you can't just like redeem yourself by being like he stood by you when you were having sex with your ghost ex lover. I know. You know? Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. So the very, very next episode, mm-hmm. he has uh I just wanted to choose one like doctor moment. Mm-hmm. 
He has a lot of really good ones when he's advocating for kids. But yeah. the one that happens in the very, very next episode, which I think is great, mm-hmm. is the kid who has like stomach issues and the dad thinks he's faking. And okay. And so, okay, so I have two parts of this episode. Um, and we'll just get into it. Cause I don't really think it needs like a full setup. Just no. You are not cutting open our son with no evidence that there's anything either wrong. No! Listen to me. That is thousands of dollars we're talking about on what, a hunch? Huh? He's got nervous stomach and crappy grades. That's it. I hated school too, Brad, okay? I got it. Your mother and I, we have jobs, and we go to them. You have school. That's your job. No surgery. It's insane. Just no. No! You think it's right for them to take him home? It isn't. Shh, Brad, I'm teaching. You think he's faking? No. What are you going to do? I'd like to push his dad's face into a wall. No offense. Yeah, no, that'd be good. Well, barring physical violence, what are you going to do? This is Pete's. Your patients can't advocate for themselves. So, in addition to surgery, a big part of the job is advocating for them. You think you can do that? Yes, this is exploratory surgery. And yes, Brad's scans look clean. But if we're right, if he has mesenteric ischemia and you take him home, the blood flow to his intestine will slowly stop, killing the tissue, causing Brad to become septic, forcing his body into such intense shock that by the time you realize what's happening and you call an ambulance, the chance of Brad getting back to the hospital alive is next to zero. You think he's faking? I get that. So the only real question is, how sure are you? How sure? Oh, you know, so good. If Arizona wasn't a lesbian at that moment, the way she looks at him, though, she's, she's so proud of him. She's oh, so I know. proud. And she's just like, oh, if I liked men, I would kiss your face right now. I also love the moment where there's an, the other episode that I was considering was the one where there's the band geek who keeps having the seizures and he sees like an arrhythmia or something. And he mm-hmm. realizes it's a heart condition that's causing the seizures. Yeah. They're going to have to shock her intentionally, which like will kill her, either cure her. He and they're is like, a good doctor. And it's like, how sure are you? But yeah. like to him, and then he drops the paddles and his hands are shaking and they're yeah. like, it's okay. You did it. You saved her life. Yeah. But I did want to just, um, no, I think that's a great the one. part of okay. that where afterwards, and he does do a good job. I mean, it's he's not the thing that he thinks. Doctor. He yeah. really is. But he's like, so good with kids. It's so I love it. I love that they chose that for him I know. because it truly was so Even unexpected. It's like, obviously, like the guy who comes in who's just like, fuck you guys, plastic surgery, tits. And it's like, yeah, of course they're gonna then like pivot yeah, he, him he, to children. Uh, but I still obvious, love but, it. <laughs> but you know, quote unquote unexpected yeah. in the in that what Alex kids and Oh, I'm a mark for it. I love it. So good. Okay, here we go. His heart ruptured? This is unbelievable. How could you not find this? Well, his heart symptoms presented as abdominal pains, which is an extremely rare presentation. It's almost impossible to diagnose. But the most important thing is that Brad is doing fine. Fine? You call him being hooked up to tubes and you call that fine? Dude, seriously, we're the only reason your kid's alive. Okay, correct. If you'd had it your way, you'd have been home when Brad's aorta ruptured and he'd be dead right now. Think about how much school he'd be missing then, huh? Rev, we're done here. Excuse me, follow me right now. Okay, sorry. It, it it does just continue briefly. I thought no, it was okay. all one no, thing, no. but it's not. But it's so good. He just cares so much. 
Yeah, he also just like and he's a has hot a, head. He has father issues yeah. <laughs> and anger so issues. Part of the job. Beef. There we go. Uh, just use this. If you want to work in peds, you can't get emotional. You said it was part of the job. There's a difference between advocating for tiny humans and berating terrified parents. You're good with kids. I can see that. You've got great hands and great instincts. We already knew that. And you're as good as anyone I've seen when it comes to advocating for your patients. But until you've been a parent, until you've stayed up nights with a screaming infant or dealt day in and day out with a terrorist toddler or raised a lying teenager, you don't get to judge parents. You have to advocate for the kids. You don't get to berate terrified parents. You clear on that? Yes. Good. Then you go apologize to that family. Krev, you saved that kid's life today. How'd it feel? Feels great. Hardcore, right? Welcome And then she rolls off. Ugh. So good. Yeah, I think that like, it's just really cool that that's a scene that happens in the sixth season of a television show. Like, mm-hmm. I think that that's that arc for Alex is really exciting. Like, it's really well done, well for acted, sure. well written. And it's it kind really of sets, satisfying. Yeah, and it sets the stage for how he continues to grow in his professional life. You know, like I feel like, especially once he gets into peds, like it, it, something really starts to click in Alex. Yeah. And like now that he's found this focus and this thing that he's good at and this thing he really cares about, like I feel like it sort of blossoms to other aspects of his life. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, okay, so that's season six. Mm-hmm. Um, Just 10 more to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone hang tight. Yeah. Um, so we have a couple moments that we want to discuss, but like no clips for them just yeah. because kind of generally like just kind of moving through. Mm-hmm. So that's mid season six. Mm-hmm. End of season seven is when he betrays Meredith yes. by um, telling the chief who was Owen at the time. Yeah, because why not? Reasons. Yeah. That, um, that, she messed with the Alzheimer's study. Yes. And there's this. I So, so, okay. So you wanted to talk about that, which is like, it's interesting. Cause it's right. He, it's a very old school Alex move. He's it lashing is. out. He's lashing out. He's, he's like drunk. And, and he I think, tells, and he yeah. instantly regrets it. Oh, and, and, and what Owen says to him. Yeah. Cause Owen's just like, you realize you just, Betrayed the most well liked person. Yeah, here. Yeah, and like almost immediately, Christina is like, "Fuck you! Mm-hmm. You've destroyed Meredith's career. Yeah. When the building is burning, no one is going to." She says, "Bring you a glass of water," which yeah. I was like, "Interesting." I mean, that's, I haven't really heard that. I phrase, don't know what that's going to really do for you. Okay, in a yeah. burning building, like, I'm thirsty. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, so that that happens mm-hmm. and then there's a very very brief scene where like Meredith is like so I'm getting fired and my career is over I hope that you got what you wanted and he's like I don't really think that that's what's gonna happen and she's like oh no that's what's happening yeah I mean and it, and it's it, it was it was just it was this slight regression for him to like have this petty angry drunken move that destroyed someone who 
cared about him. Right. But I think it's like even worse because he actually understands what he has to lose. Like when yes. you don't actually have true friendships and then yeah. you're just like being an asshole all the time, it's like you don't actually feel the repercussions. Right. And it's like almost immediately he's like, well, so, okay. So then he gets, he gets um, a shot of adrenaline or something in the hand yes. when he's in surgery with, with Christina. Yeah. And he, it causes an arrhythmia and he like, passes out right and so he is like kind of on bed rest Mm -hmm. and christina comes in and he kind of gives this little speech where he's like i don't have anyone like i made a mistake you make mistakes all the time like you guys are my team you have to like stay with me on this right and i it's good it is good because (laughs) it's good that he can articulate that that quickly and that he can be like no i've made a mistake but like i don't i'm I am deserving of still like love the benefit and friendship of the and stuff yeah. like that. Like you can't just like throw me out. Yeah. It's such a meeting of old Alex and yeah. where Alex is going at the same time because he does an old Alex move, but with a new Alex mentality where he's just like, he does it. He immediately regrets it. He doesn't try to defend himself like he would in the past where he's like, whatever, you'll be fine. You know, yeah. to the extent that he used to, or he's like, you know, get over it. And, and, you know, he he realizes that he made the mistake and he he wants, like he said, people that care about him and love him to stand by him during his mistakes as they have with each other. I mean, right. You know, there's been rifts with Christina and Meredith where they didn't talk for a while, but they came back to each other. And all he's asking for is for his family to stand by him in his mistake. And that's yeah. such a beautiful sentiment from Alex Karev. It is. Yeah. And I. Our next jump is a really big, like, is a big one, like, seasons-wise. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think that, I don't know, to my memory, that's kind of, like, his last, like, um, I we just got a dog, and we're doing dog training. Oh. And something that happens is, like, we're doing, like, leash training where you walk the dog. Yeah. And one of the things that our trainer was telling us, like, you know, dogs uh, can see pictures. And so basically you want to stay in the dog's view so okay. the dog knows that you're there. Yeah. And our dog is getting more and more comfortable. But one issue that he was having is like he just would kind of constantly like just boss us around and want to change direction because he was astray and he just would go wherever he wanted to go. Yeah, And so he, <laughs> when he was when we were going one way and he started wanting to go the other way. Our trainer was basically like, just stay still and face, keep facing in the direction that you're trying to go. And he'll yeah. see you kind of ahead of him. And eventually, I promise this is leading up to something. Yeah, no, I got it. <laughs> he'll like, he'll kind of like fuss and stuff. Yeah. And like, there'll be tension on the leash. Um, and, and, and then eventually, as soon as there's like a little bit of slack, then you'll just be like, you did it. Come on. So anyway, we were doing this and he was being really stubborn. And right. he threw this like fit. It was like, no, like, like, just like pulling <laughs> oh, no. on leash being like, no, 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 no. And our trainer was like, this is something called an extinction burst. And it's this one. I've never heard that term before. <laughs> like, she's like, it's this one like last ditch effort to throw a big fit. Yeah. And as soon as this doesn't work, he's going to be like, okay, I'll come with you. Oh, what? Is, and that scene that to me happen? feels. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the minute that he was just like tried it yeah. and it didn't work, he yeah. was just like, okay, fine. Oh, wow. And that to, that scene to me or that event uh-huh. kind of feels like an Alex Karev extinction burst. Yes. It's like it's this last thing where he like 
te- almost tests his life. Like, have you right. ever like when you were in your twenties, like did something in a relationship where you like said something being like, will this make you break up with me? Yeah. Like how much do you love me? Will this, if I act like this, am I unlovable? If right. I act like this, am I unlovable? Yeah. And it's like, I think that that's like sort of like subconsciously with it's all his, his anger. Little. It's like, yeah, it's the last little like, how bad can I fuck up my life? Because at this point, he's also, you know, it's down to him, Meredith and Christina, you know, we're yeah. down to like this little group and they've made it through together. And he's like, these are the people. These are who I've been with. And it's like, yeah, and if I do this, are getting you, higher. will you still love me? Right. And they do. And it's like very subconscious, mm-hmm. but it is... But it has alcohol. You know what it does to you? It makes you a dumb dumb. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I've done some dumb things. You've you've been a bit of a dumb dumb? That's for another podcast. (laughs) Um, Okay. The next moment that you chose Mm -hmm. was just sort of like in the aftermath of Derek's death. Mm. And I chose this clip from season 11 where... um, I guess I don't really think it needs a setup. It's happening outside the hospital. Yeah. Meredith. Mayor, stop. He should have lived. Couldn't. You saw how messed up his liver was. I should have saved him. I could have saved him. If you weren't bringing me down with your doubting and second guessing and distracting me. Mayor. He should have lived. He should have lived. He should have lived. What? Stop, get off. Stop it. Come on, no. I'm mad at you. No, you're not. I am. No, you're mad at Derek. You want to take it out on me? Go on. You want to yell and hit and scream because things are hard at home? Okay. You want to be a mess? Be a mess. I don't care. I can take it. But in that OR, you are not a mess in that OR. You tried. We both did. You didn't do this. You didn't kill that kid, okay? So keep it together. Derek isn't dead at this point. This is like the episode before he dies. Yeah. He's like, he's like kissed a woman in DC. Yeah. And that like, whole, and, yeah. Working for Obama, what have you, that happened. Yeah. But even that, like, you know, that's just such a good example of what Alex and Meredith's relationship has become. Like, him just like in that little scene, just zipping up her jacket for I her. Know, it's, it's really it's such cute. a cute little moment. It's like almost like paternal. It's it like is. you're going off to school. Here I know. you go. Yeah, it's nice. I, I really love that scene. It's, I do too. It's really, you know, I understand why that led to so many articles about being maybe Alex and Meredith are endgame. Meredith. <laughs> and like there were points when watching it again, I'm like, I can see why people think this. I wouldn't this. have hated it. I wouldn't have hated it. But it wasn't like... But I'm glad it didn't go there. Yeah. Not that I'm like, woo, Joe. No. I'm like, eh, whatever. I'm so whatever about Joe. And I'm actually, I'm anti-DeLuca. I don't like DeLuca. Yeah. First of all, it should have been, oh my God, now I'm forgetting. Nathan? I or, did like Nathan. No, no the, the one, guy. the patient. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Shout out to I'm Alana forgetting. Bennett. Shout out to Alana Bennett. Yep. Yeah, and I'm forgetting the name of that actor. He's is it not Felicity, not Scott, Scott Foley. I Scott, Scott Foley was it's, um, it's the other guy. Yes. It's, um Now that you've linked, it's like contagious. I know. Um, it's um blonde one. It's uh, Scott Speedman. Scott Speedman. <laughs> Another Scott. They're ban- I was like, no, Scott's right. Yeah, but not Foley. Speedman. Speedman. Yeah. Their banter oh, was so good. So good. 
Bring him back. Bring him back with the canoe. Apparently the they canoe. did want to and scheduling just wasn't going to happen. So I know, we but what about now? For DeLuca. What about now? Maybe he's free now. No. Shoot him a text. DeLuca is Can just... Can shoot Scott P- Speedman a text? I mean, I do have his number and be like, cool. Yeah. So um, I'll text Shonda. Hey, buddy, it's Let's me. Let's open. Yeah. Because DeLuca is just not working out for us. No, it never really has. It, Speaking no. of DeLuca. Well, okay, so I mean, yeah. we're not going to show... a. Uh, we're not going to show a scene from this, mm-hmm, but basically, mm-hmm. like, in the aftermath of um, Alex almost killing him, was that oh, what we're talking about? Yeah, oh. that's what we're going to do. Are we yeah. going to skip? Because there's because well, there's Derek's death. Yes, and I wasn't trying and, to skip ahead. And Alex is also very good with Meredith for that. So good, gives her her house back because she just cannot stay in that home. Yes, and then we're not going to play a clip because you can't really hear it. Mm-hmm. But like after Meredith gets attacked, yes, Alex is like extremely there for her like sleeping in the yeah hospital room like talking like comforting her in bed yeah. and like she ends up talking with him at the end of the episode being like you love me a lot and i know i've leaned on you really hard but like joe loves you and like yeah. you have to trust that i'm gonna be okay which yeah. is like and it's sweet. so nice because like you know obviously christina and meredith love love so much and yeah. like you know in my head they're still besties but oh, there! Alex <laughs> has become her person. Yeah, Alex is now her person, and she is very much Alex' person because, like, I, I feel like Christina is still her person in many ways, but like, there's a difference of the physical location too. Yeah, and just you know, she is no, Alex's you gotta have, like, the, family. Yeah, you got to have the nearby person that yeah. like is doing all the stuff. Because even though she's lost so much family, she still has, you know, she has Maggie and she oh, has Amelia. And she has abundance of a sisters. horde of children. Um, and Alex has her. Yeah. Like, she is his Well, and, and we're, not to jump ahead a little bit, but mm-hmm. like there's also like the moment when after this attack, he thinks that he's going to be going to prison. Oh, and he, yeah. Like, Tells Meredith, he's like, I want to have like pancakes on or waffles on Sundays with your family. And I'm like, well, that's sweet. Okay. Yeah. The DeLuca attack. So the DeLuca attack, we're just going to show it because it is like, I know I did this big talk about an extinction burst, but this is different. He's not blowing up his life to like trust boundaries. He really is. No. He is like. He is acting in old school Alex anger and yes. and but in many ways he's justified because he feel he thinks the woman he loves is being attacked no he thinks that they're just ha- gonna have sex oh he doesn't he think that, it's a no they're laughing am they're i like giggling and she's in her wrong? underwear yeah oh so this is yeah, real he, bad no he thinks that like he thinks that they're that that like he's that they're cheating. But okay. it's also like... Because I mean, I guess Joe I and, thought or remembered it again. These are all episodes I saw once that he thought that DeLuca was taking advantage of a very drunk, inebriated oh, Joe. He did think that. Got it. But he didn't think like... Like Joe is like seems into it. Like Got it's it. not... It doesn't seem like... Yeah. Like it seems like he's taking advantage, but For it sure. doesn't seem like... um, It doesn't It doesn't seem like a, like a dark moment Regardless, that he's interrupting. It's not... A good reaction. No, it's bad. He he. It's bad. It's it's. Um, he definitely goes into blackout rage. Yeah, it's rough. It's hard for me to be like, oh no, Deluca. Yeah. No, Deluca's been hit. Um, I don't. And that's a character flaw he's for such me. Such a blah character for me. I know. Deluca has never ever interested me. Same. Like when he first came on, I was like, oh okay, he's good looking. End. End of story. Like I thought that was it. Like I thought he was fun for Maggie to like 
sleep with, like, just because I feel like she needed that at that point. But other than that, he has served no narrative purpose that I think is useful. And I do not think he is the man that Meredith deserves to love after Derek. Yeah, I even just think even if Derek never existed, I would just be like, why? Like, why is this happening? Like, you are powerful, boss lady, surgeon, supreme amazingness with this wonderful life. And he's fine. Yeah. He's not. I guess you like. To your level. He's too. He's also just like so young. Anyway. Yeah. And the age differences don't matter. But it's like. But it's also like. He just is like. Like why would you be interested in. Someone who is that bad at their job. The universe of the world. She's in her early 40s at this point. Because say they were 26, 27. When the first season started. It's been 16 years. So her and Alex are probably around like 41. Yeah. 42. And. He's DeLuca like, is a what third year resident? Yeah, he's like thirty. So he's like thirty or, or twenty nine, maybe. In real life, the actor is thirty. So oh, I mean that's a pretty significant age difference. Yeah, I mean, in real life, they're twenty years apart. They're in, twenty years apart. Is yeah. She in her fifties. She is fifty. She looks great. I would. Yeah. I thought in my head she was also in her four, early forties. Yeah, for wow. sure. They're yeah, twenty years apart in real life. Yeah. That's insane. Ellen Pompeo turns 50. Um, oh, my gosh. Well, what day is it? Her birthday's November 10th. It's oh. chill that I know this. It's Happy fine. birthday, Ellen. We're recording this on November 4th, yeah. which means that it's coming out. Oh, my God. Her birthday was yesterday when you're listening to this. Oh, Happy my birthday, God. Happy Alice. birthday. Oh. Happy 50th, Ellen. We hope you oh. had such a wonderful day. You Scorpio maniac. Oh. <laughs> you are just a boss lady, you yeah. know? watching you for 16 years it's great yeah oh she really is just like the absolute truest scorpio she's smack dab in the middle of the season oh yeah yeah and she is a lunatic Ugh. but i'd die for her just ask ellen just ask she's uh she's great yeah i love you know she could have left so long ago and so many times no, she but she wouldn't do it she wouldn't she do wouldn't it know. she wouldn't do it for us okay no this is the scene of okay. alex beating up deluca yeah here we go mm. season 12 season 12 finale yeah i also just slightly for context joe is drunk she and alex are like on the outs on the outs a little bit because of the marriage thing and yeah. she's like i'm committing to you and i want to be with you i just don't want to get married why isn't that enough and he's right. like i don't really under but i don't understand why you won't get married she gets wasted. She tells DeLuca, I have an abusive husband. I'm yeah. still married to him. If Not I my real name. ever file yeah. my like divorce papers or anything like that, he'll be able to track me and know mm-hmm. my name. And that's why I can't do it. Yeah. And he's like, does Karev know? And she's like, no, I can't tell him. And then she starts taking her clothes off and going into the bed. And he's like, no, wait, don't do that. And yeah. that's when Alex comes in. Yeah. Because is, Joe wasn't trying to like get with him. She was no, just drunkenly just getting comfy. Yeah. Which, <laughs> do it. <laughs> Okay. No. No. Dr. Krebs, hold on. Okay. Hey. What is Four punches to the face. It's full rage blackout though cuz like he does not hear and like the aftermath when we see DeLuca like he's not in good shape. No, he's not. I am feeling 
the need to defend Alex though. And that's just kind of something I'm evaluating inside myself. I'm like, it sucks, but I'm also yeah. like, I get like, I do think that DeLuca kind of goes overboard with making it like a thing. Uh, I'm just like, go to the to doctor, send them your medical But I mean, bill. even <laughs> Meredith is like, dude, you got to no, turn I mean, yourself in. It sucks. Yeah. But I'm just like. It was definitely someone, a regression for Alex in terms yes. of his anger issues. And that instead of taking a minute to be like. Even if he just yelled and is like, what yeah. is going on here? What's happening? And just trying to. I'm not going to. Yes, yeah. definitely. I do. I mean, physical violence, never the answer. No. Always bad. But just kind of, though, in the context of like this world, yes. and what's considered appropriate yeah. and what and what the people don't react appropriately is on gray is for when we like involve the police. Right. Mm -hmm. I have to say, like in the world of grays, it does seem to be a, a, a touch of an overreaction. Yeah. But in real life, obviously. Yeah. You call you the cops attacked, if someone's like that. Yeah. If you were yeah. attacked, like, yeah, that's a crime. And I think <laughs> that's one thing like I'm enjoying to get off top of the Alex for just hot sec. Okay. Um, I'm enjoying the current season, but at the same time, the thing that's frustrating me with the Meredith storyline is we, with Alex, we just had trials. We just had the potential of someone going to prison. And it's just like, while they are very different situations, I'm just like, I don't want to sit through more trials. See, you know what? I think that's a bit of a, that's a binging side effect. Yeah. Because actually for me, that was like. Two years ago. Yeah. But no, no. That what was, season was it? 12? <laughs> yeah, 12. So it's four years 12, ago? Yeah, it was like four or five years it ago. It feels like yesterday. Yeah. That so is like, a binge. Yeah, if you're binging, that years, seems very recent. Four and 16, like if it had been season seven and then again in 16, sure. It just feels like every quarter we're doing a try. Anyways, that's just yeah. me, but that's a binge oh, side effect. Totally. Feels soon. Totally valid. Yeah. Um. But what you also had pointed out mm -hmm. is in season 13, yes. when Alex kind of goes to like get a look in person at Joe's abusive ex, yeah. he like he controls himself. He controls himself. He he has fantasies of attacking yeah. him, his fantasies of threatening him. And instead, he just sort of leaves. Yeah. He just leaves. Yeah. They like Matthew Morrison pushes in front of him for a cab and he's mm -hmm. just like Oh, sorry. Are you going to the airport? We can share. And Alex is like, uh, no, it's okay. Yeah. Which I think is such a, it, that, that shows, first of all, how serious it is about his love for Joe. Yeah. Because he understands he, that that would have horrible repercussions. Like he just got out of a situation where he could have ended up in jail and lost his medical license yeah. and lost the woman he loved. And while Paul is a disgusting human being who definitely deserves it over DeLuca, um, yeah. And he does die. It, yeah. Which rock on. Good job. Yeah. Um, it's it's a good moment to show, again, how far he's come and controlled the anger. I love that they play out his imagination of him just destroying Paul. Because the first one, you're like, oh, no, Alex. And then you realize, oh, he's daydreaming. This is good. So, like, I'm like, yeah, keep daydreaming. You know, he is the only one on the show. Has he? He hasn't had therapy, has he? Uh, I was thinking about that earlier today. Yeah. Uh, not that we have seen. I feel like he could use it. Yeah. It's like, I guess it sort of feels like to me that he must have because he because. He because of have, where he because is. Because of where he is. But yeah, yeah I think. They've never dealt with it. I think it. it's not like canon that yeah. he's gone through therapy. I feel like. 
just a throwaway line, you know? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was actually our last clip. I can't, I didn't realize. I thought that I had one more, but I don't. No. I mean, like, you know, and since then with Paul, that, you know, he's really been just kind of like a fluffy ball of love who's always there for Joe. He and Joe got married. Yes. Which that episode was cute. It was goofy. It was goofy. It was was very goofy. There's been a few episodes in the past few seasons that have been really goofy goofy yeah there are some silly ones that are very not tonally grays but i've enjoyed some of the lightheartedness at points just because i'm like all right let's let them let's let them have some fun yeah they've had hard lives yeah i'm very proud of alex i'm very proud of the progress he's made Mm -hmm. i like seeing him be chief i like seeing him with kids yeah i hope that he and joe have a baby i do too and i think i think the what happened with Joe recently is also like in the, one of the more recent episodes. So if you're not caught up, spoilers, skip ahead. Um, when she goes into the facility to get mental help um, after she has the breakdown, after seeing her mother, um, she gives him an out. Yeah. She gives Which him is an out. Also so weird to me because I was like, it you is. guys have been together for such a long but time. But I think it's and through like really rough shit. Like yeah. I Maybe because it's like, because she why knows it's different. He, I think the reason why it's different is because I think she's just like, you spent a lifetime taking care of your mother. Oh, yeah, she does say that. And she's yeah. like, oh, you've like had enough of like. Yeah, crazy women. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And which is true. But I still was like, obviously, Alex isn't walking away. No. And to me, like that, I was really relieved. What You haven't seen this most recent episode. Yeah. But in the most recent episode, they kind of get through to like the point that she feels like ashamed and like she's too much and like Mm -hmm. that that question was clearly coming from a place of like her being like I'm not worthy of like of like I are ready for this stuff rather than being like I don't know if Alex can handle this no absolutely and you know he admits he's like there was a minute I thought about running yeah because like of course right, he would really because scary. he's like yeah. it's really scary he's been through so much with you know the relationships with women in his life of course he's gonna have a moment where he's like can i do this again but then he realizes that he loves joe so much and that she's taking the time to work on herself like what kind of man would he be if he walked away from her yeah and he is not the man who walks away anymore. He is the man who is there unconditionally for the people that he loves in his life, which is just a completely different person than we saw in episode one. Yeah. I think that's such a nice ending, please. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I love talking about television so much. (laughs) Where can people find you? Oh, so I don't do the Twitter. I mean, I'm on there, but I don't do anything. So that's useless. Don't force it, girl. No, I have a Facebook page. I have an Instagram, Chelsea Dallas. um, And I have my website, ChelseaDallasFilato.com. I do perform a, I host a storytelling show in New York. So if you're in New York on December 5th, I will be hosting my show, I Could Have Been A, where comedians come and talk about career paths they could have followed before getting into comedy. It's at 930 at Pine Box Rock Shop. It's super fun. Oh my gosh, fun. I used to live right next to there. Yeah. it's I love that place. It's such a fun bar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Thank and you. And we'll see you next week. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, 
Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.